Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Ghost Maps is sponsored by Podcorn. Podcorn has made it easy for the Ghost Maps team to connect with brands that complement the stories we want to tell. If you're a podcaster looking for sponsorship that fits your show or a brand that's looking to create an authentic message that truly resonates and engages with listeners, visit podcorn.com now. Ghost Maps Entry 14 Johobaru, Malaysia Farah sheepishly circles the coffee shop at Woodlands several times, trying her very best not to make eye contact with me at first. She seems to be mumbling to herself, and from her reserved demeanor, my guess is that she's just not used to talking to strangers. She finally approaches, shakes my hand, and says hello, all the while still not making eye contact. She's a quiet, bespectacled woman barely in her twenties. She takes a seat, orders a teo, and tells me that she can't stay too late, that her parents expect her home for dinner. I reassure her that that's fine, then ask why exactly she decided to meet up with me. I add that she doesn't seem like the type of person that openly shares these kinds of stories. She only nods for a couple of seconds, seemingly lost in her own thoughts, then says that she just needed to talk to someone about it. I ask why she feels she couldn't talk to her family about it. After all, I continue, I got the impression from what little she had told me before we met up that they were very much a part of this particular incident. She doesn't reply for a moment, then finally looks directly at me and asks if she can tell me her story now. I nod and tell her to start from the beginning. About two years ago, Farah, her younger brother, and their parents took a weekend trip to Johobaru to celebrate their parents' anniversary. The family stayed in a hotel about a 20-minute drive away from the Woodlands checkpoint. Farah smiles as she tells me that they were lucky enough to get upgraded to a suite when the staff learned that it was her parents' anniversary. Their family so rarely went on holidays together, let alone stayed in suites. So they spent that afternoon excitedly exploring their lavish accommodations. Evening eventually rolled around and they had made plans to have dinner at the hotel's restaurant. 
Before heading out, her father went to the bedroom to pray while the rest of them watched TV in the living room. Farah couldn't hear him at first, which seemed normal. Her father, like her, was very soft-spoken. After a while, though, she noticed that his prayers got louder and louder. Soon, he came out of the room, but seemed troubled. Over dinner, he told them that he felt something darting around him while he was praying. He couldn't see what it was, which was why he raised his voice, hoping that this would get whatever it was to leave him alone. But it also left Farah's father with an uneasy feeling. That night, the whole family fell asleep, sharing the same bed. In the middle of the night, however, at around 3am, Farah woke up to find her mother sleeping on the floor. At first, she thought that her mum didn't have enough space on the bed. So she offered to sleep on the couch in the living room instead. But her mother said, it wasn't about the space. She felt itchy all over and kept getting poked and prodded by something. All of which stopped when she moved to the floor. So Farah called the front desk and asked for an extra bed for her mother. The next day, her mother would tell her that she slept absolutely soundly for the rest of the night. Farah, on the other hand, woke up again at around five in the morning to the sound of someone very loudly stirring, a metal spoon rhythmically hitting a ceramic cup. She had assumed it was either her mother or father, but when Farah looked around, she saw that everyone else was asleep. The noise stopped suddenly. Farah looked out of the room and then saw a shadow pacing angrily about. Shadow seemed to stop a little after Farah noticed it. She didn't know how, but she was absolutely certain that it was glaring at her. After another moment, the shadow turned its attention away from Farah, headed back to the kitchen where the stirring continued again, louder and louder than before. Terrified, Farah covered her face with a blanket. Shaking beneath the covers, the stirring lasted for about five minutes, then stopped. Suddenly, Farah could only stop shaking and fall back asleep. Only about half an hour later. Despite getting a decent night's sleep, Farah's mother still seemed restless the next morning at breakfast. Her father was quieter than usual too, 
Farah asked him if everything was alright and he said that he had a very unsettling dream about a strange woman and thus sweet. In his dream, the woman was angry that Farah's mother was sleeping beside him. So she woke her up. The woman then went to make a drink angrily to wake everyone else up too. Farah and her mother exchanged worried looks. They each told their father what had happened the night before. And immediately after breakfast, the family requested for a different room. Farah tells me that the rest of their weekend was peaceful. But when they came back to Singapore, no one in her family wanted to talk about what had happened. She tells me that that's why she felt like she needed to talk to me. She suspects that as frightened as she was, what had happened to her parents had shaken them even more. She tells me that they've been colder to each other ever since. And she was still too upset about what had happened to talk to them. I ask whether talking about it again helped. And she nods slowly. She says that she's still troubled by it, but it's a start. She then looks directly at me again for only the second time that evening and thanks me. I tell her that I'm glad to help. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now. This episode was produced with help from Singlet Station. Ghost Maps was recorded on Audio-Technica mics. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.